here with my confession. Got nothing to hide no more. I don't know where to start, but to show you the shape of my heart. It's if you're listening, one person's mission to force your friend to listen to all the music you avoided in high school. I'm Ramsey. Ramsey, hello. Hello. How are you? How are you? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> uh, doing well. It's a beautiful day in Brooklyn, New York, and that's all I got. How about you? <laughs> uh, I'm doing well. It's a beautiful day in Brooklyn, New York. And that's all I've got. <laughs> and now we can start the show. Thank God. <laughs> Here to tell us where they are, what the weather is like, and how much they have. Yes. Uh, from mm-hmm. SNL, Full Frontal, and the upcoming How to Die Alone, which will be on Hulu, it's Kristen Bartlett. Hello. How's it going? Woo. Good. How Hello. are you? I'm good. I'm great. I'm reporting live from Burbank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> great. And it's gorgeous, as it is almost every day. That's what we have here. Um, okay, I yes. would like to know, I was in LA last week, and the weather was horrible, and it I felt like a personal slight. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, which days were you here? Because it's been gorgeous uh, lately. I flew in Sunday, and I left on Wednesday. Oh, was it a little chilly? It was like 60s. Yeah, a little, it was cold. See, I love that, because then it's something Fair. special. Different. <laughs> right? I Fair. love it when it rains. It makes me so happy. And I think it might have sprinkled or something. Yeah. yeah. And I was shooting outdoors, oh. so did not love. <laughs> I'm so sorry for that. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Quite all right. I love like a 60 degree day is like a cold day and I love yeah. it so much. But yeah, um, today it's gorge, but it's 73. I just checked <laughs> the weather. Nice. Um, the fruit trees oh, wow. are blooming. <laughs> Um, there are parrots that are in the neighborhood that have been like, wow. yeah, like hanging out around us, like actual parrots. Um, do you live in the like, Enchanted Tiki Room? I, l- yeah. I do feel that way sometimes. I think since moving here, I just love all of the wildlife and it's always new and exciting. We've had fledgling hawks in the yard. Whoa. Um, I know we've had, we have ravens, we have bobcats. It's like very wild, man. You have a delightful tiny dog too like is this and a we concern? have a brand new tiny dog um no our last dog so we had a dog who passed away sadly i'm so sorry to start the podcast with us in january um and i think he was more of a concern because he like at that point was deaf and blind and didn't know what was coming oh, for him and right. so we had to constantly watch over him and we have a new puppy we've had him for a little over two weeks he is a bundle of joy <laughs> that is exhausting us. And he is very gregarious and like very barky. And so we're not as worried with him. Like he's, and he's also not too tiny. He's five months old and like he, but he gets after it. So I'm okay. not too worried. He's already like, sh- like gotten rid of some raccoons, <laughs> which are previous, like he scared them away, which our previous dog would never have like attempted to get rid of another animal. Like he was copacetic with anybody. But yeah, so we're not too worried about him. But it's true. This is a zoo. I definitely, my brain went to like a mafia style, got rid of some raccoons when you said that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, You're not wrong. They were like literally in the backyard and he looked through the screen door and like gave like a couple of intense barks and they were out of here. So wow. he is a little bit of a mob boss. <laughs> <laughs> what can you do? We we did get to see him at the beginning of the call and I loved it. He's a little, he's a sweet angel. He's in training. Um, he's very fearful of strangers. <laughs> I love so it. he yells love at people and we're like doing a lot of work with that. And my previous dog kind of like, I got him at 22. So I was a, a little child and I didn't have any like knowledge <laughs> sure, <laughs> or money to properly train him. So he kind of trained us and he just raised himself, I guess. Like that's what dogs do. I've, 
you are a little idiot. <laughs> and so now I have like the wherewithal <laughs> to like train up a dog and like, uh, so it's like having that second kid who gets to go to private school. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's this, very weird. This guy's gonna be a champion. He's you've got high aspirations. Maybe, but but at least there's more anxiety placed on how he does than there was at uh, you know when I was in my twenties. It was like whatever he was gonna be, I was fine with. But now it's right. like this dog has to be able to like. <laughs> socialize like he has to be able to go to the restaurant and not scream like he has to do all all kinds of things yeah i don't know we're in a different place (laughs) 30s different world for with dogs (laughs) speaking of things we loved when we were younger and are revisiting in our 30s what are we listening to today solid segue um, we are listening to NSYNC's Home for Christmas. Uh, just so a joy, joy to discover a Christmas album in the spring. <laughs> it's perfect. What better time yeah. of year? <laughs> Great. I love it. Yeah, Christmas I don't have seasons anymore, so this is what it is. Yeah. That's right. Totally fair. Um, so, okay. Uh, based on the fact that you're bringing us the Christmas album, I assume you are a general NSYNC fan, and I would love to know about your NSYNC fandom. Yeah, absolutely. So I, of course, am an NSYNC fan, um, or like really was an NSYNC fan, I guess. It's hard to be (laughs) an NSYNC fan now. But as a teenager, I absolutely was. And really, I'm bringing this album to you because you've already done No Strings Attached. Yeah, fair (laughs) enough. Yes, totally fine. Sorry. And I think I had... (laughs) No, don't apologize. (laughs) It's great to go into the discography. Um, So yes, so... But I guess I got into NSYNC when I was a sophomore or junior in high school, like roundabout. Um, they, my cousins liked them first. And I think there's just something about like girlhood, teen fandom. Like you can go from not being aware of someone, <laughs> not giving a shit, yes. even disliking them. And then one day someone introduces you to them in a different way and suddenly yes. your entire heart changes. <laughs> mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's what happened. So my cousin Stacy shared, I guess that they had done, <laughs> they had done some sort of like takeover of like Disney Channel, um, and they, or maybe they had showed like old episodes of MMC of Mickey Mouse Club. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that they did that in conjunction, and this is just out of my butt. I don't know if this is real, but I do kind of like vaguely have this collection <laughs> of memories where they maybe <laughs> showed like old MMC episodes while showing a brand new NSYNC concert on the Disney Channel. Oh. And Stacy okay. had recorded all of this stuff also, she could have just recorded all of these things together, but she had recorded these also <laughs> these things onto a VHS tape, which is like hours of insane footage, Justin Timberlake, Jay-Z, Shazay, all of that stuff. And so I went from being someone who had seen MMC as a kid and like loved it, but didn't recognize anyone from it yeah. right. to being like, oh God, this is the thing. And this is... <laughs> The same thing happened to me with Hanson, like when I was in the eighth grade, like you just go, sure, sure. you go from not giving a shit to being like, this is the only band. Mm-hmm. It and sounds so, like Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> it might be. 
might be. It might be. You go from like, oh, it's crazy. And like your body changes. Like that's what happens. It's puberty. <laughs> sure, yeah. You love a van. And so I fell in love with NSYNC. And at the time, um, I was writing fan fiction for like bands. And so I wrote Hanson fan fiction. And at that, I had, was moving away from Hanson because, you know, there was such a backlash. I'm going <laughs> to have to pause here real quick. What happens yeah. in a Hanson fanfic? Oh, uh, oh yeah. a girl falls in love with Taylor Hanson. Uh, <laughs> sure, sure. Okay, okay. That's what happens in a Hanson fanfiction. Like, uh, but it, you could have all kinds. There, there were all kinds. There was a culture. There's a culture <laughs> of fanfic of these bands. But like, I remember someone had written a fan, like a guy, the rare male written fanfiction uh, for Hanson, which is this man who wrote a story about a plane being hijacked. <laughs> <laughs> and. Hanson had to survive it. So really, you could do whatever yeah. you wanted. And I had sure. I had found some level of acclaim with my Hanson fan fiction, and this is real. Um, I had a lot of views, and I had a lot of attention, and people would come and, like, see me or whatever. Like, it was very odd, and I still... I love it. It's very odd, but I definitely moved from Hanson to NSYNC, as one does when mm-hmm. you're growing up, <laughs> man. And so Karen, my friend Karen and I started an NSYNC fan fiction site, and uh, I just transferred my obsession to them. And that was that. And then also saw them live a bunch. So I met people on the road um, yeah. <laughs> who were seeing NSYNC shows. And I was, again, a child. I feel a great gratitude to my parents <laughs> for just being for sure. working yeah. class people who were too busy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like the first dog, um, although I was the second dog, but that's what it is. Um, they just trusted me, um, yeah. and they shouldn't. I mean, they obviously the, I was being a dork. I was falling in sync <laughs> on concert, so they yeah. should have trusted me. But it also is a wild thing that like you maybe shouldn't, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's that and other so, side. There's the other side of it. So I only I didn't. It wasn't like far and wide. I didn't like cross the country or anything like that. Um, but I did see quite a few concerts in the Southeast. And um, I amassed a collection of friends that I met at these concerts. I love that. Yeah. And still today I have these friends. Oh, and wow. also like some friends from my high school would go with us too. And it was just a little bit of a journey. And I had a credit card that my mom had given me for emergencies <laughs> that had a credit card limit and (laughs) huge. And what I did at the age of 16, because this was sort of like the age at this point when you could get guys, we're talking about like the year 2000, 1999. I think it's 2000, 2001. That was like the era. Um, I was 16 and you could get, um, you could rent a hotel room on like Travelocity. <laughs> sure, yes. <laughs> and they didn't check IDs and make sure you were 18 at that point. Like if you had the credit oh, card, wow. which is yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely crazy. Yes. But we and the girls and the guy, there's one guy, found out where NSYNC was staying <gasps> and we would all go in together and I would r- put the room on my credit card and they would pay me back and we would all stay and it would be a ton of girls <laughs> just so many <laughs> children I love it in a room and I I just have such memories of like staying in like these fancy hotels getting in such trouble because we were just giggling and being like <laughs> super loud and not the ideal customer but that's what we did and I remember it so well in the no strings no strings attached tour I think I saw three or four concerts during that tour. 
And then this album. That's crazy. That's amazing. <laughs> it was peak. It was peak. It was huge. And we learned like different tips and stuff. Like we learned that if you waited and just showed up on the day of the concert and went to Will Call, there would be tickets released like their friends and family tickets that you could buy at the very last second. Oh, wow. And what we would do would be like to buy like because we got scammed up like for by scam like scalpers very early on so you learn the lessons <laughs> so we would get the tickets that we could get um and then the day of we would trade up to get like front row we had i, I remember having like seventh row i had like wow. second row i think like really close seats we learned how to do that and we learned just the tips and tricks of the trade and we would wait yeah we'd wait outside a hotel for them to come and go like lots of pictures of them oh wow how close would you um, get to them? I mean, my friend Eric, <laughs> and I've actually told Lance Bass this story um, later in life, but like, sure, sure. During the concert, one of the things that they did during No Strings Attached was that they would be like, they would ride a little thing out over. Okay. Uh huh. <laughs> like a little platform. And my friend Eric was like, not out then, um, and maybe like still discovering himself. And he just like sure. reached up and grabbed Lance Bass's shoe, <laughs> and like Lance kicked him off of him. <laughs> Understandable. Yeah. So like we were close, and like I met them because we did meet and greets. Like we definitely like yeah. met them. Um, and I've since obviously like talked like to Lance <laughs> at least as one of them that I've talked. Um, so like yeah, that it was very weird. Uh, <laughs> But that's that was in sync. And this particular album that we're going to listen to, um, I have this real memory of coming home from Greenville, South Carolina, late at night. And I was in a car with probably like two, three girls in the back. Eric was driving. I was in the passenger seat. We were listening to this album, which is the most soothing album <laughs> there is and uh, to me. And um, he fell asleep. And we all fell asleep in the car. He fell asleep while he was driving. Uh-huh. And... <laughs> This is a story I told my mom recently. I was like, did you know that this happened? And she was like, oh, my God. Um, And I remember, like, waking up suddenly and looking at Eric, who was absolutely, like, asleep at the wheel, Ah. waking him up just so that we could get home. I know. It's not terrifying. Wow. We We were children listening to an NSYNC concert or listening to an NSYNC album, Christmas album, definitely out of season. It was definitely not Christmas at the time. And coming home from like a concert, I just have this like real memory of that happening because it is really the sleepiest album there is, which is not exciting for a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So sorry. It might be the perfect one to talk over. So that's good. (laughs) Good. It's very delicate. (laughs) I I do before. yeah, Yeah, true. Before we get into the album, I do have to ask the most obvious question. Who is your favorite member of NSYNC? So that's a great question. Um, <laughs> thank you for that. Um, so it changed from time to time. I think sure. that I liked them for different reasons. And at the time, I'm going to tell you my truth, which was I was and always am a fat kid. And I liked Chris Kirkpatrick because I felt that he was the one that I had the most chance with. <laughs> I love it. Which is why I liked Isaac Hansen. It's so sad <laughs> and mean. It's mean to the people involved and it's mean to yourself. So that's where I come from. <laughs> also in the 90s, to be fair, we there we no one was accepting our bodies at that point. True. So maybe everyone would have a different perspective at this point. That was my truth. I was like, great. Yeah. I have a shot with Chris Kirkpatrick, which is also insane because I was a child and he was in his 30s. He's absolutely... <laughs> Okay. So yeah. none of it makes sense. None of it's none real. Of it and I <laughs> yeah. didn't have a shot with him, uh, but I thought, okay, I do. So 
him, he was like the one that I had the crush on because I just like limited yeah. myself, even though he's probably a very nice man. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever it is what it is he wasn't the most popular one and that's what I went for and then um, JC Shazay I felt was like the most talented hmm. um, yeah. I know I know to say that with Justin Timberlake but you know I have a bone to pick with Justin Timberlake now so it is what it is um, and then I liked Joey Fatone for his humor and I like yeah. that he does things now like the practical jokers it's yeah. very funny yeah. to just see him out, the, out and about like just, yeah he has like a hot dog shop, I think. Oh, really? <laughs> what? Rules. I think. I could be wrong. Let me just Google it so I'm not lying about him. Joey Fatone. Hot dog. I love that for him, if true. <laughs> also, I'm very curious what this Google search will bring up. <laughs> yeah, it's Fat Ones is what it's called. And it yeah. is like hot dogs. So right. there you go. Love that. I'm See, beautiful. I like that. I I'm like hopping that. in the car. That sounds great. I do too. I do too. Um <laughs> Okay, and Ramsey, remind me mm-hmm. of your youthful recollection of InSync. I cannot um, remember. I was aware that they existed. I definitely had seen um, the No Strings Attached music video, so I knew that song. I, I heard them on the radio. I probably would not like have been able to tell you the difference between a Backstreet Boys song and a InSync song for Great, sure. sure. Okay. I also yeah. saw the Backstreet Boys. I did see them too. Uh, so yeah, but they I respect didn't, this. No fan fiction about them? No fan fiction. I wasn't much a fan. I feel like you could you could be into one or the other, but my dad, yeah. I can tell you this real quick. My dad entered a contest at the mall that I pushed him into. Uh, it was called Backstreet Dads. And if like, you <laughs> dance, if you danced at a dance um, on the stage at the mall, then you could win tickets for your kids to go see the Backstreet Boys. Wow. And he won second prize. And <laughs> so I went to see the Backstreet Boys based on his... Epic performance. That's incredible. What a dad. I love that. Was, he, was, he was the best. What was first prize yeah. if you got tickets to go? Okay. So first prize was backstage passes. Oh, okay. So there you go. But oh, like, damn. But, and here's what I'm going to say. My dad's performance was far better. Hmm. He just absolutely crushed the first guy. But the first guy had his kids on stage with him, his two little boys who were like four dressed as security guards. So it's like, man. <laughs> Everybody loves a gimmick, but yeah. when it comes down to performance, my dad was number one. And he, you know how like the AP, like the news at the time would like take like a clip or something from like the local yeah. news and stick them in some random. Sure. He was the local clip. Like He was like, the clip of the day. He was all over the country <laughs> and ESPN used him as like their clip of the day for every wow. hour on the air, hour. That's ESPN. amazing. Yeah. That's so cool. And then I saw Backstreet Boys, which was perfectly fine. <laughs> awesome. I love it. So, um, and Ramsey, who's your favorite member of InSync? Um, I the only one I've seen live is Joey Fatone at a taping of the <gasps> short-lived Triumph the Insult Comic Dog sitcom. <laughs> Great, where he was a character. Perfect. So okay. I'm going to say Joey that Fatone. So you know what? Now Joey Fatone is my favorite. Yep. And also, I learned he has I a hot like dog story. I just like Yeah, like <laughs> sure. I, I like longevity. I like someone who has a sense of humor about mm-hmm. themselves. Yeah, that's. So, I think yeah. that's key. Okay. Um, Heather, Justin was your guy? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're right. He was very gifted. He was a star. I just little loved those, his weird little ramen noodle hair. <laughs> loved him. And he is the only one I've never saw in sync in concert. Uh, but I have seen Justin Timberlake and it was. Same. Same. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> I saw him on the Man of the Woods tour and it ruled. Um, 
He's fantastic. Yeah, I, He's a great performer. Yeah. I don't like yes. how he treated Britney. So absolutely yeah. fair. Um, yeah. Uh, or he seems to also cheat on his wife. So in general, whatever. in general, uh, maybe you know, not a good seems guy. Seems like not great. I not guess great. I'll say allegedly, um, just to be safe. Allegedly. Yeah. 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 Allegedly, allegedly. Absolutely. I don't. I don't personally know this. <laughs> um, but yeah. I mean. I just love NSYNC, though. Yeah. I love all of it. I, I, I said before the show, I'm wearing an, one of my one of my more than one NSYNC mm-hmm. t-shirts. Um, okay. Christmas album, though. Christmas. So we're doing Christmas in May. I love it. Because also, I, my follow-up question, too, about Christmas is, are you, do you love Christmas? Yeah. I do love Christmas. Okay. I'm one of those people. Oh, yeah, you're, I love you're a good it. company Same. here. Same. Yes. <laughs> I love, love it. Christmas. I love Christmas. I love like what, you know, I love the de- decorations. I love the rituals of it. And that hasn't gone away. You know, I think like these things change. Like I'm, I have lost my parent, like my father, like Jason has too. And I think in that experience, like your Christmas rituals, your traditions change very much. But I think we, I still yeah. love it. Jason, my husband has gone through like, you know, different phases of like liking Christmas and not liking Christmas. And I think he does now too, but it's something that I deeply care about. I like all of it. I love it. Yeah. I'm a, yeah, I'm a big Christmas person. I, um, last year Christmas decorations go up for me the day after Thanksgiving. And then I fell down my stairs and broke (gasps) my leg while I was carrying a Christmas tree, but thank God all my Christmas decorations were up. So I got to enjoy my Christmas tree with my broken ass leg. Oh my God. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Heather automates everything too. So she didn't have to like plug in a tree or anything like that. Oh yeah. All my, all my lights would automatically turn on. I did this like hours before breaking my leg. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Your body was preparing itself for like the long haul. That's That's amazing. I'm sorry that you hurt yourself. I'm glad that you still had a great Christmas. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. It was still, it was, still good but um okay any other questions ramsey before we get into uh, this i want to see the album art i think that's what i'm ready for yes here you go look at look at these guys oh oh a delight see see why i thought i could get him <laughs> <laughs> um what- yeah, ramsey can you tell me who is in this photo in sure. order uh not accurately but i can do it here we go yeah, please do it. <laughs> On the left, Lance Bass. Yes. On the right, yes. Justin Timberlake. One hundred P. Next to Lance is Joey Fatone. Yes, hot dog yes. connoisseur. <laughs> next, yeah. king of the next hot dogs. Next to Justin is JC. Mm-hmm. No. Oh, in the middle. Oh well, they're all next. I thought to you were Justin. saying next to Joey. They're all next with the with the braids is Chris. Oh, uh, yes. from the Eminem song. And then it's. Okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, that does make sense. They probably did give a dig to Chris Kirkpatrick. Yeah, the, what a I don't jerk. remember what he rhymed Kirkpatrick with, but he was he was rhymed with. Um Attic? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, uh, right. This um, album cover a pretty sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. This is No, I was just gonna say Phil feels pretty fun. Yeah, this is just a regular in <laughs> sync album cover and then they put a Holly border on it. Literally, that is it. That is literally uh, it. it um, yeah, they didn't change the green screen at all. No, I was just going to say no, it. They were just like, here it, it here has it the 1990s Photoshop feel of like, I think it may have been a blue photo backdrop and they just kind of weirdly tinted it. Perfect. Oh, very well could be. I was trying to find a higher resolution version. There isn't one. 
No, that's all I got. Um, yeah, they, they do. There's nothing Christmas yeah. about that original photo. That's really funny. Really phoned in. Phoned in. Uh, okay. So <laughs> I'm really curious to discover, is this going to be a full album of Christmas songs? Is this just material with a Christmas single and then a bunch of other holiday-ish songs? I don't know what I'm going to get here. Well, Ramsey, there's only one way to find out. <laughs> it's true. Oh, wow. We're, <laughs> we're going hard on the Christmas. And you don't stop. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Um, when did this come out in terms of the the run of InSync? Oh, great. Great question. Um, let me pull that up. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> okay. Um, wow, this one came out before No Strings Attached. Yes. Oh. So it was self-titled, Home for Christmas, No Strings Attached, Celebrity. Wait, this is their second album? Yeah! Well, that's like very... They, I th- they knew what they had. <laughs> <laughs> when did the self-titled album come out? 97. Yeah. This was 98. No Strings Attached was wow. 2000. I think that was a very like cash grabby like thing that a lot of pop acts were doing at the time. It's like you have like a five album deal. You have however many albums. One yeah. of them is going to be Christmas. Wow. That's crazy. Beautiful. How how far away are we from Mariah's Christmas album? I'm wondering if oh, this was far. like that was that, that was, was early nineties. Yeah, okay. yeah. Let's take a look. That album feels like a ninety one too. I I was that feels. I was right making to me. an argument in my head that it could be ninety four, but yeah, I think you're right. Something in there <gasps> though. You're you were right. It is ninety four. Oh wow. Okay. Damn. So, nailed it. So it's four years away. All right. Maybe let's long enough that like the the tail of it was showing of like oh wow oh it's it's oh, lasting yeah. let's let's get in on this. I feel like a lot of them did this right. Like I know that Hanson did. Okay, I can give the expertise yeah. on that. They did the same. They did an album called Snowed In, and that might have been their second or third album. I have no idea. But like this was a very like real trajectory that pop acts were doing. Did Britney? I bet Christina did. Oh, oh, let's look, let's look. I'll look up Christina. It does somehow feel more accurate that Christina did. I don't know why that's true, but it is. it does feel true. Um, She released a th- her third studio album. It's called My Kind of Christmas. Right. See, there you go. And it looks like Britney had Christmas songs, but I don't know if she had a full album. Okay. So okay. She had, but I don't know for sure. She also had integrity. That's why. <laughs> Well, I just respect it. Like, you should make that money oh, yeah. when you can make the money, which totally. is the first to second year of being a pop star. <laughs> yeah, especially as a pop yeah. star. You have such a limited lifespan. Yeah, you got to get in. You got to get it out. What is great about this album, though, is that, like, there's a lot of originals. Like, Oh, that's cool. F- yes. I mean, already, you've got one here. What is this one Home called? For Home for Christmas. This is the this titular is called track. Home for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. And it looks like the writers are Gary Haas and Roz Moorhead. The famous uh, Roz Moorhead. <laughs> I have no idea if you're being sincere that they are famous or not, but either way, it's funny I'm not. to me. Okay. <laughs> but if we do Google them, they probably have written the most popular yes. songs. Yes. Ever. Oh my God, absolutely. Yeah. They are wealthier than any of us will ever be. Yeah. Aww. I think maybe okay. a gospel act oh this person is yes continue oh yeah oh that makes sense makes sense um 
They performed this album at the InSync Intimate Holiday Special in the year 2000. Oh, cool. Just loved that it was called Intimate. Love that that. really yep, tickled me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, loved it. <laughs> I bet I, I'm sure I saw that. I don't remember it, but I bet I saw it. I'm sure. It says uh, during its release, and by the way, I didn't listen to it when it was released because I didn't discover Sync until probably about a year later, but... Um, it was met with lukewarm to negative Ooh. reviews from critics <laughs> who derided Extremely the rude. lyrics as sentimental sounding non sequiturs. But <laughs> I maintain that this is the most soothing Christmas album you can find. Is this something that's uh, a perennial go-to for you? Do you listen to this every oh, year? yeah. I do. Like, I think it, there are certain songs in this. Like, there's one that will be coming up. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Can't wait. Oh, Merry Can't Christmas. wait. Merry Christmas. So excited. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. We'll be coming oh. around the bend. And yes. I think that you hear that one like on the radio. Like that's like on Christmas radio. Because um, it is a fucking bop. <laughs> <laughs> it absolutely is. And I just like, I guess we listen to it like, and Jason makes fun of it in a delightful <laughs> way. Um, like, because I love it. And so it's not something that is constantly playing because I think now these days it's more of a playlist for us. Sure. Like it's not like, oh, we're going sure. to dive yeah. in. Um, so it's just like here and there, but we certainly have listened to it. And I do think at least one time a season, this is a good thing to do. I like I it. I love it. That sounds like a I, Christmas tip from Kristen Bartlett. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love um, to give it a little tinsel tip. <laughs> Oh, that's. Oh, that was better. (laughs) That was good. Um, I don't think I maybe have ever sat down and listened to this front to back. I do. I have listened to lots of these songs. Yeah. But to your point, I think it's more of a playlist situation. Yeah, I definitely think so. But then again, like this put me to sleep in high school. Clearly. I mean, it did it in cars, but it also did outside cars. (laughs) True. Um. Oh, I had a follow up. Oh yeah, Ramsey. What is your like go to Christmas music? We've talked about it a little on the show. I just can't. Yeah, recall. I have two go to albums, and then I'll just say play general Bing Crosby Christmas. But the two albums are uh, the the Charlie Brown, and then um, mm-hmm. the Ventures. They were a surf rock group in the fifties. Cool. They have a great Christmas album. Very fun. Check it out. Yeah. Uh, I find that. That uh, Peanuts, that sort of like, of course, that album is like that. Charlie Brown is like so sad. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one I have on vinyl. That depressing album. <laughs> we have it too. Like we, it's so good. We do have it too. Like I think Jason just picked it up like used this past holiday, and it was like this is the saddest thing you've ever <laughs> read in this house. Like do 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 do. Like that song. Oh, yeah. That's for. That's for loss. <laughs> it, I mean. It, but that's okay. We have that. And then we have the yeah. future Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to bring you right back Yeah, up. absolutely. Maybe we just merge these two albums together, like A-B-A-B. Yeah. It's great. So this is Under My Tree. It's okay. beautiful. This is the kind of song that you would like to hear in a Barnes & Noble, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right? While you're, you're Christmas wrong. shopping. Exactly. Yeah. I want to hear that, and I want to select something, like a good winter read. What is yeah. Under the Tree? Is it just general presence? Under my tree. Well, I think it's like he. This song is maybe I want you under my tree. Okay. Like you're the present that I want, which is a little bit of like all I want for Christmas is you. But it's. But different. let me just check. It's. I should have prepared. No, no, no. Uh, under my tree lyrics. I should have sat quietly. 
Under, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, under a Christmas tree is one of the most uncomfortable places a person can possibly be. I'm going to say. Unless you're a child, especially under a pine, ch- under a pine tree, pokey, very pokey. But I do feel as a kid like there's something magical about. Yeah. Especially if you can get like all the way to the back. Oh yeah, no one else but me and you. Nothing I would rather do than hold you all through the night under my tree. Okay. So it's a little sexy. It is sexy. Ooh. Uh, one of the lyrics though is, "I wish, I wish that Santa could be here to what? see. It's beautiful under my tree." I don't know. That's a little. <laughs> there <it> was. <laughs> How are we gonna get three people under this tree? <laughs> We got a big tree. I guess so. Me, you, and Santa. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And I love, uh, also, there's a little bit of like a Spice Girl reference. Like, I promise the best part is yet to come. Slow dance together to become one. Oh. This is kind of a little bit of a horny Christmas song. Wow. In my opinion. Oh. I do think, like, Christmas is kind of a, like, secretly horny time. Absolutely. Everyone wants to be coupled up. Hmm. I just did a pilot for um, ABC that was passed on, but it was um, about labor and delivery nurses. Okay, well, rude, rude. but continue. <laughs> rude. In the industry, very rude. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, extremely rude. It's <laughs> very rude to write things that don't get made. That is the norm. Yep. The norm. Um, but yes, personal decision, not a professional one. But it uh, was about maternity, like labor and delivery nurses. Obviously, it's called labor and delivery. But one of the things in my research that I learned is that uh, Christmas is the, like, m- biggest time for conception uh-huh. and so I believe it told you it is horny it's the horniest yeah. horny time of year horniest time so September is the most common birthday um because I of like it. the natural amount of time between like the holidays but like number one is Christmas and then even Thanksgiving New Year's like all of those times that whole like mm. era is like a very horny time for people I don't consider Thanksgiving Cuffing to be very horny. season baby it is. I don't consider Thanksgiving to be a horny holiday, but for some people it is. Yeah. No, you're too no. full. Too full. Way too full. But maybe, maybe if you're not a turkey person. No, no, no. No. Mm-mm. I don't know. I don't like Christmas that is, one. But I do. And I think like this is kind of in my like child brain before like knowing what sex, well, like knowing what sex was, but before ever being like in proximity of actual sex, <laughs> um, I found sure. this to be like, oh, this is like a sexy album. Like someday right. I'll be like in front of a fire, like Smoo- smooching, wearing smooching two stockings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and listening to this album. And I also thought like, my like weird child like idea of like what was like sexy like my family and I would go to Gatlinburg um Tennessee <laughs> which is like very like Christmas lit we would go to Dollywood mm. we would do all of that stuff and so Gatlinburg uh, kind of goes to Dollywood so bad so fun we had season passes it was something <laughs> um <laughs> that's so cool yeah it was the best but Gatlinburg like, really does that for Christmas and like I think I just so remember like listening to this album on like like a CD disc man and like sure. looking at the lights and like dreaming of the day when I would be coupled up and I would go to like a cabin. <laughs> I love it. Have the and biggest it, tree it, you've ever seen. I also, yeah, <laughs> I do. It is so funny though, too, to think about it. Cause it's like now in my life, I have done those things, uh, but it was not, I was never listening to an instant Christmas no. album. I was probably like arguing with my group of friends over who was going to wash the dishes after we cooked I dinner know, together, just, you know, like, <laughs> There was just something about the fantasy that couldn't match. Oh, yeah. It couldn't, like, it couldn't, the reality could not match that right. fantasy for sure. Um, I don't even think Jason and I have been to Gatlinburg. 
I need to take him. I need to take him to Gatlinburg. Yeah. That was like right. the sexiest place I could think of at that time. <laughs> All right. Write it down. <laughs> Paris. Never. You're out of here. Yep. No one's heard of it. Let's go. The mountains of Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. Christmas oh, in Gatlinburg. God, I love it. <laughs> uh, um, Ramsey, this one is called I Never Knew the Meaning of Christmas. Oh, I bet by the ending of the song they learn it. Maybe. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, man. He never knew the meaning of Christmas until he looked into your eyes. So that's oh. a different Christmas, man. Is there any... Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's not a religious Christi- Christmas song on here, but is there any that are like kind of religious? Oh, Holy Night, which is a gorgeous rendition of Oh, Holy Night is on here, and that ah. is a very religious Christmas yep, song. That'll do it. Yeah. That's, that's some Jesus... <laughs> is it still sexy? It's mostly it's interesting. Oh. Um, <laughs> I could do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! <laughs> it is. There are obviously so many religious Christmas songs. Obvi- as we know, it is Jesus's birthday. But um, <laughs> some of them, I do feel like, have transcended into not. Oh yeah. Feeling oh, yeah. religious anymore. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I'm trying to think of examples. Like, Oh Holy Night, despite literally having the word holy in it, doesn't feel super, like, I don't know. Uh, Silent Night. night. Oh, Oh, night when Christ was born. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm trying to think of better examples. Silent Night to me feels like not. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. A lot of these things, like, we've conditioned to feel like they're secular for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we took the Christ out of Christmas. <laughs> we are the war. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, I mm-hmm. I feel like Oh Holy Night is probably the most real. Although sometimes, you know what's interesting to me? I feel like British people still have like very religious Christmas songs. Yeah. yeah. Some, I don't know why we landed on, I don't know how. <laughs> we were watching sort of special and it was all of these Christmas songs I've never heard of, but they're very Jesus. But in a scary way. Right, right. <laughs> right? Yeah, I know what you mean. Lord. Here we go. Ramsey, this is, are you ready for okay. one of the all-time best Christmas songs in the history of Christmas songs? Heather, you, We're waking up here. I, I got to tell you, you have played for this for me on the show before. Yeah, I've played this okay. for you probably a hundred yeah. times. I mean, outside of the show. You're in my car? Sure. It, you in my car? It probably uh-huh. came on. Yep. <laughs> any time of year. And now this uh, one, any- JC Shazay and Justin Timberlake get credits on this song. So. Oh, nice. Beautiful. And this is the only one that they wrote on. Oh, wow. Is that the only one that any oh. of them wrote on? On this album? I think so, according to Wikipedia. Okay. <laughs> the trusted source. I mean, maybe they should have written more because this is a banger. Yeah, I absolutely yeah. agree. Huh. Um, I don't know how this happened. I'm sure I brought it up on the podcast before when I we did a Christmas episode, but this song, for whatever reason, in college... We would play this song at every party, Christmas not related, <laughs> to the point that we made up a little dance oh, I love to it. it. Oh, I, I don't love that. really remember the dance, but I know we had a little dance routine in our apartment. Uh, it was me and three men that I lived with, and for whatever reason, we fucking loved this song. I mean, I know why. It's a great, it's a song. great song. It's great. But we would literally play it at every party. Did you assign oh, wrong did with you have roles? I think that's right. Like, was one of you the Justin? Was one of you the... Okay. No, no. 
No, no, no. It was a synchronized situation for sure. In synchronized. You were in sync. <laughs> Which is also so funny. I know, Kristen, you do not know me, but Ramsey, in what world am I doing a synchronized dance in I, public? I suppose the world of I college. think I had to be caught. Co- College level drunk. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. Like know, things were easier. We were fun. Yeah. We didn't have. Yeah. yeah, I was so much more fun. There weren't all these the rules for the dogs. <laughs> yeah, we just raised them up. Yeah, we didn't care. <laughs> it was fun. We could do that. Like we could fall asleep in the car. It was fine. <laughs> it, was, it was fun. Yeah. We could drink a whole case of Keystone Ice. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I don't even know if they make iced beers anymore. Oh, they absolutely do. <laughs> For college students. Yeah. I just, yeah. I just aged I out. Something. We grew up. Yeah. Yeah. We left iced beers behind. They didn't leave us. Um, yeah. yeah, man. This I get why this. this You definitely had like a kitschy dance to this and it ruled. So good. It's just beautiful. It's just pure. <laughs> Yeah. Now this for sure, this for sure you hear at Barnes and Noble. Oh yeah. You hear it at every oh, yeah. store. Every yeah. Dwayne Reed, and... all of them. Oh my god, yes. Uh Christian, I'm gonna ask Claps, a question and perfect. I'm ready. If you is everything would, okay? Yep, I'm sorry. My bandwidth is terrible. But if you would like me to bleep the answer to it, I will do that. <laughs> okay. Does your fan fiction still exist on the internet? Um, let me look. Oh. We're getting I, live answers. Hang on. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think it does. Okay. But... I'm sure it's on the way back machine. <laughs> so there you go. Um, what was, do you recall like some of your more popular ones? Like some of the general plot lines? <laughs> I kind of don't really remember. Like the biggest one, I had this story that what, and kind of what most of the stories at that point would do would be like, you would release a chapter at a time. Mm. And so that was your thing. Sure, sure. And so people would subscribe and they would come back to see the latest chapter and I wrote one that I don't really remember much about it with my friend Karen um and we would just like trade off on writing for different like people in NSYNC and like they all I don't even have I truly have no (laughs) I I remember the Hanson a little bit more like I have no recollection for the NSYNC but it was just more about like every it was soapy like every (laughs) every person had a partner yeah <laughs> like every like, I love yeah it. I remember like I remember there was a woman named Cassandra and she was dating Chris and so we followed Cassandra's story <laughs> I love <laughs> but I it I don't remember like and you just put yourself in them right like, Karen was a dancer and so I think one of the characters was a dancer and that she was a choreographer and that's how she met <laughs> one of the people of course a perfect way to yeah. make me in sync <laughs> truly like a very natural it's- yeah. And then they were like, it's because so funny. she was... I... Oh, go ahead. No, 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 you go. Because she was a dancer, she knew all of these references to, like, choreographers and things like that. Oh, so it was, like, right. littered with, like, mm. real, like, <laughs> <laughs> references to, yeah. like, Balanchine or Balanchine, however you say it, and, like, kick balls and whatever. And, like, I don't know, we just, like, layered it in. I was a child, man. What can you do? Yeah. Real weird. But, like... I love it. I love I, it. 
it paved a way for a writing career because I think that <laughs> yeah. like, I learned very quickly that I liked I liked having stuff out there and I like automatic. Mm-hmm. You know that kind of keeps you going. Yeah. No, yeah. I love it. I uh, what I was gonna say is that I somehow miss the world of fanfic, even though like so I came up. You know, most obviously I listen to InSync, but later, you know, it was like punk and emo, and emo also had a weird I'm sure. fanfic scene. But I just like somehow missed all of that. But I have a lot of friends who were into it. But I know some of those got like weird. <laughs> uh, I'm sure they all do in some capacities. Oh yeah, the main yeah one I think I it's just know that like really existed. Down. Yeah. The main one I really know existed was for My Chemical Romance, which makes sense because similarly, like, especially in the, you know, early 2000s, their fandom was really like young teen girls, which I think really thrive in that community, which is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I I definitely made friends from it. um, But to me, it was like the most embarrassing thing about me. And so when Jason and I first started dating, I was like, oh, I need him to see this. Like, I need him because I don't want to have a day where he discovers it or something. Like, I wanted to make sure that he knew. And so it was like very early on in our relationship. And I was like, I need you to read something. (laughs) I was like, this is the most embarrassing thing about me. And if you accept this. Oh, that's so sweet. (laughs) We can continue. (laughs) Yeah. And I feel like before him, everybody, I had concealed like all kinds of parts of myself. But I feel like with him, I would be like, every day would be like a new, like, this is a humiliating layer. (laughs) (laughs) And he read it and he like liked it and was like encouraging. And like, he didn't make fun of me for it, like, which is very, it's just very sweet. Like I would have made fun of him for it. He did not do that to me. And like, so yeah, so then I was like, I owned it. I was like, yeah, this is a thing that should be embarrassing and it is embarrassing, but it also is like how people who don't have access to like writing, right. <laughs> like, like, yes. like, or like classes or like, like, you yeah. know, can do that. And that's what I did. There's not enough content for what the I thing also you think love. Too is so fun- you're going to make more. No. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And also like growing up in small towns too. It's a way yes. to connect with people outside of your bubble yeah. who share interest that maybe your small town doesn't you know yes 100% allow yeah yeah or like like, I love it I think it's great it's not something cool that like you can talk about it at school you know like you're not like I have my my close like little friends or whatever who dug it you know but like yeah that was just a funny way it's so funny like I still, one of my bridesmaids was one of the people that I met, like, on the road. Of, oh, my like, God. I'm obsessed. That's, that's amazing. Really cool. <laughs> yeah. And, like, my friend Teresa is out here in Los Angeles, and she, like, hooked me up with an opportunity. She was, like, like, it was just very funny. Like, we've, she's, you, that was a million years ago, hmm. you know? But, like, yeah. I still have friends, like, from that world. Yeah. And my friend Eric, who <laughs> I grew up with in high school, and he just, yeah, he's still my bed. but like Eric. <laughs> <laughs> listen, it's not just him; it was all of us. And listen, we had a day. To be the wheel. He happened to be driving. <laughs> it could so happen funny. to any of it's us. True. Um, no, I, yeah, I mean, this. I used to drive to shows all the time. Oh, yeah, I don't like this one very much. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Oh no. Are we moving on from this, this one? one? Is no. Called, <laughs> no, but it's, this one's called. I guess it. I guess it's Christmas time, which also is so non-committal <laughs> of a title. Like, I guess. That's hilarious. Did we completely miss the Christmas song? We must have. Yeah. They did a cover of it and I wasn't yep. listening. Sorry. <laughs> it's quite all right. Talk through that oh, one. Well. Uh, that's, that's what we that's, do. That's what we do on this podcast. 
I need yes. to see the lyrics to this song. I guess it's Christmas. Okay, come on, genius. <laughs> it sounds so uh, sarcastic when you said it like that. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the name. <laughs> I guess it's Christmas. Oh, she, the person who wrote this song wrote What a Girl Wants. Oh. Uh, perfect. Also, great song. Come on over, baby, and bitch by Meredith. Oh wow! I'm a bitch. That Brooks. song, yeah, Meredith Brooks. Thank you. Um, this is it's much less sarcastic in the song. It's saying like all these Christmas things are happening, so guess it's Christmas time. <laughs> I wasn't sure, but it's now the I'm I yeah. in the it's it's the I in the title that makes it feel sarcastic yeah. to me. I think yeah, it's the prequel to their song. I'm now certain that it is Christmas. Yes. We all join exactly. hands and celebrate the good times. <laughs> That's not my Christmas, by the way. I feel like here's one thing. This this album promised a peaceful Christmas, and I've never, mm. not since childhood, <laughs> experienced a peaceful Christmas. That doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, you know? true. As much, no. I mean, if you unless you break a leg. <laughs> but was that peaceful or not? No, because then I just had to have people drive me around and wait on me hand and foot. So actually, it was extremely annoying. Yeah. So again, even when you were forced to be settled and like stop, yeah. it didn't work. No. So yeah. So this is because I broke my leg in the city and had to be driven home for Christmas in my <laughs> yeah. own car. You know, it's a whole thing. And where's home? Uh, upstate New York. Nice. Okay, got it. Yeah. I don't know. I never. I have never experienced like a nice, peaceful. I guess the closest. Would have been high pandemic hmm. <laughs> 2020. Oh, yeah. When, like, wasn't, yeah, truly. wasn't yeah. going anywhere. But then at the same time, like, also terrified. <laughs> so it didn't work. Right. Yes. Like, and I, depressed. Yes. And scared yeah. that it was never going to be okay. And maybe it won't. <laughs> Still. But, like, at yeah. that time, <laughs> is that terrible? But it's I true. do recall a peaceful, a peaceful evening i well i i did deliver i delivered eggnog that i made to ramsey and friend of the show mo and then i did go to like a christmas dinner with my bubble but then i was walking home and it was snowing through like grand army plaza so it was pretty but then i was like alone in grand army plaza it was snowing and it was beautiful and i was like well now i'm fucking depressed though also so this shit sucks So I feel like it was peaceful for a minute and then yeah. depressing. <laughs> I think that's the thing. Like you can, at best, you can hope for moments of quiet. Like, right. but yes. like that's not what Christmas is as an adult. There's too much to do. Yes. And still, the most stressful thing was exactly being on Facetime with my family. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, I was put on Facetime with my nieces opening Christmas presents. I was eventually just buried under some yep. wrapping paper. Sure. <laughs> that's so funny. You are not the attraction oh. here. No, no, yeah. no, no. I guess I'm always just trying to get back to that. And in in the past few years, or just like the idea of a calm Christmas, the past few years, in fact, well, yeah, like every holiday I've had a deadline. Oh. And so, yeah. which is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and I like literally put on my like goals was like for the year. I was like, let me not be working hmm. in those two weeks. Like, please let me not be working in those two weeks. Um, yeah. But let me, actually, if there's a writer's strike, let me be working oh, in those right. two yeah. weeks. <laughs> sure, like, sure. Yes. Never mind. Fair. Never mind. We'll see how it goes. But I, and if- like, I don't know. I don't want to be, wor- like, like it feels like, ever- like, I would love to be a pla- in a place where I could, like, not, sure. I would like to shut down. Yeah. I would like to have 
for 2023 yeah. is my goal is to be quiet and listen to this album. Well, the, th- the reason for that, like if there's the one thing I know about the industry is that everybody gets back to work immediately on December 26th. So they needed the script immediately. I mean, that not that the most ridiculous thing? It's like, <laughs> you're not working, but I have to work? Yep. Come on. I don't know what it is. Dumb. It's fine. We're doing fine. Yep. We're succeeding. <laughs> okay. This one is All I Want Is You This Christmas. Okay. See, we're still trying to circle Mariah Carey here. Yeah, too yeah. close. Absolutely. It also has a weird saxophone sound in here. At least it did oh, early I love on. That. Just, right? Oh, there it is. It's right here. Yep. <laughs> if you- I love that. There's something about that that reminds me of like 90s yeah. R&B. That- oh, yeah. It's, it's very Kenny G. Oh. Like instantly I see I Kenny G that. playing this. Or I also feel like maybe some Motown. Like, Okay. You could get a little bit of that sax yeah. that makes me feel. I don't know. That's like very healing. <laughs> it's something about that. Is it a, a tenor sax that higher up those notes I just associate with? With Kenny. Yep. I can't tell the difference. <laughs> I'm not I'm not sure I can either. <laughs> no, I believe it. I believe it. I trust. There are multiple saxophones. <laughs> um, this is the one by that Martin Lisa plays. Briley. Sorry. Yes. True. This guy is a British guy. He has done some stuff for The Voice most recently. Oh. Mm. He does the music. Bless. And this is my first, the first Noel. So here we got like more oh, okay. of a traditional song. Yes. I didn't mean to make it sound I like, like I was super excited for, where's the religious ones? But I was just curious. You wanted some God. <laughs> you can be honest. I mean, it's already called Home for the Holidays. So they got to win me over. this Christmas song. I do too. The traditional Christmas songs, they just like I don't know they just yeah. feel nice. <laughs> There's joy. I have a very this is beautiful. I have a weirdly specific traditional Christmas carol joy. When there's one that's like vaguely familiar but not one that you hear constantly. I'm thinking of like I saw three ships a sailing. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't even know that. I don't even know that one. Two together, but (laughs) that type of song where it's like, oh yeah, I remember this one. Here we go, a wassailing is what you're singing, right? Here we go, a wassailing. That's the one. That's the kind of song that remember, and then there probably still exists like that phone number you can call to see, and someone would sing a Christmas song. Oh. Do you guys remember that? I It might still exist. No. That's it. like there's this like hotline where Whoa. like you can call at the holidays and say sing this song for me. <laughs> and we called it when we heard about it, we chose to do um Good King Wenceslas because I think that that's yeah. like Like sing that. <laughs> and they did. That's awesome. It's a live person, yeah. not a recording? <laughs> it is a a human. Wow. Let me see about this. I like the service. If you didn't dream it. <laughs> Maybe I dreamed it. <laughs> yeah. No, it's real. This, It's 24-7. A real person will sing you a Christmas song. And it was... Yeah. it's. It started... Or I don't know when it started. But I like there are articles about it in 2015. Hmm. So it's... Wow. That feels so late. It's late. <laughs> Is this year-round? I don't know if there's something... 
No, okay. it's the holidays. It's like the Butterball Hotline for Thanksgiving. Exactly. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, did you guys ever go caroling? I feel like in my brain that was a thing that existed only on television. I did with my church. So, yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm, I grew up mm-hmm. Baptist. I do remember, like, I was in, like, the chorus. Yeah. Um, and I think... Did you do vacation Bible school? That was the only <gasps> thing I did at the Baptist church. <laughs> Absolutely did VBS. Love that. VBS! <laughs> like, cookies and Kool-Aid and with yeah. summer. And, like, we would... And memorizing Bible verses, baby. <laughs> Let's go. I was in a play with VBS called Omeo My Onia Maya. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, my God. And I remember, like, Omeo My Onia Maya, what are we going to do? That's the one thing that I remember. I don't remember anything else. I'm actually, I mean, I, my family is Irish Catholic, but um, the ba- my parents are just not religious at all. But the Baptist church was a block from my house, and they had lots of great youth activities. Yeah. So we oh. would just go there because it was fun. <laughs> And like babysitting, like that's like part of it. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. I definitely did VBS. I did a lot of events. I remember like going caroling. We would do nursing homes. And I think like we would Mm. go places specifically. It wasn't just wandering the streets. Like that's (laughs) the thing I see in movies. That's not a thing. I I don't believe we did that. I have caroled wandering the streets dressed as a Victorian lad. By the way, I please edit out my burps. Will do. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Thanks. Okay, so you went caroling? Yep, dressed as a Victorian lad with my accordion. Uh, so what, this was last year? <laughs> uh, this was in high school because my high school girlfriend wanted to oh do it. Oh, my God. Um, and uh, it, I did do it. I didn't do a good job of uh, playing all the songs because you also need sheet music, and it's hard to do while car- wearing yeah. an accordion. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's impossible. Yeah. You need a separate person holding sheet music. I feel like I let a lot of people down, though. You did it for love. It's true. <laughs> and that's the meaning of Christmas. Is it? And now I know no. it. <laughs> this song, I have not heard the lyrics yet, but this song sounds particularly horny for Christmas. In love on Christmas? Let's look. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It says, In Love on Christmas gives you that feeling. This is a very horny Christmas song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. He's all- this song, Babies Got Made to This Song on Christmas. Yeah, even that drum beat. Yeah. Santa comes back, too. I always prayed that Santa's, Santa's pack love on his sleigh and send it my way. That Santa oh, Santa pack. Sorry. Yeah, this is horny. Yeah. Oh, when you're kissing me right under my Christmas tree, baby, come close to me because this is how it should be. Yeah. The instrumentation on this sounds like a slightly more uh, poppy version of Pony. Yeah. (laughs) There's a Christmas funk to this. Yeah. Yes. There's some bells in the background. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let me look up these artists. This is, yeah, this is Timberlake's Time to Shine. Yeah, there's that person. Oh, yeah. I know that voice. So Rory Bennett wrote on this song. Everyone should be in love with somebody on Christmas. It's perfect. (laughs) But it's true. (laughs) I don't disagree. You gotta. Play with all the kids. Play with all the kids. Yeah. 
Okay. I don't know why the kids are coming <laughs> into the song. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. This is probably well, key change. The song that I was listening to when I was like, "We're going to Gatlinburg." <laughs> yep. <laughs> this one, like, I cannot say all of them on this album feel. Like, this one feels the most 90s of all of them we've heard yeah. so far. Okay, and I have a reason for that. Um, I think two of the writers are Casey and JoJo. Oh. oh. So. That makes sense. All the sense yep. in the world. Yeah. Oh, Cedric, Haley, and Joel Haley are Casey and JoJo? Yes. Oh. Ah. Okay. And they're from Monroe, North Carolina. I had no idea. Oh, okay. They're fellow North Carolinians. Yeah, I mean, this does sound like a middle school slow jam. Yeah, right? It does. Much in line with every Casey and JoJo song. Beautiful. Okay, this next one is It's Christmas. I think I like this one, too. Oh. Well, we're out in the cold. Burr. Okay, I can I feel it. somebody warms me up. <laughs> Probably will under a tree based on how the rest of this album has gone so far. <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. This, I think, is the song we fell asleep to. Yeah, I, c- <laughs> I can hear it. I'm not I'm not joking. You can hear it. Yeah. It's. It seems yeah. deliberate now. <laughs> I mean, listen Whoa, to this. Oh, yeah, this is sleepy. Who is singing? This might be Chris. Oh. This is a, a rare Chris lead? <laughs> He gets a moment in a holy night too, but yeah, I think so, <laughs> okay. right? Am I wrong? No, well, this, this is, is different just, now. This is Justin. This is Justin now. Well, that's Chris. Oh, okay. Oh wow, genius has it annotated. Uh, verse one is Justin and Joey with Chris bold, so I assume that means Chris was leading. Got it. Hmm. And then the pre-course is Chris with all. This is crazy how much they have it noted in Genius. I love that. Each chorus and verse. Oh, wait. This is the sequel to I Guess It's Christmas Time. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. Now it is. Yeah. Yeah, this is a song you are... This would probably make me go to sleep today. Like, I don't need melatonin if I'm doing this. (laughs) No. My, uh, I just need to share this because I think it's the cutest thing ever. My one little niece has sleep problems, and so she takes children's melatonin, but oh. she calls it melatonin, and yeah. I think it's the, and now I only call it melatonin. melatonin. That's, That's what it so should cute. be. Yeah. She's got to take her melatonin. I love it. <laughs> Plus. They, they do a lot of dancing at Christmas on this album. I don't think I've ever danced at Christmas. <laughs> I know. That's sort of like a When Harry Met Sally kind of thing that you imagine. Uh, We're dancing at this party. Yes. Yeah, I picture like going to Fizzy Wigs and uh, old Uncle uh, Uncle Scrooge is there watching his young <laughs> version of himself. Take like a spin around the dance floor. Yep. Okay, th- this is nice. <laughs> it's just long. 
It's so long. Well, all of it is. I think it would be so funny, and maybe I will do this. <laughs> like, have you ever gone and gotten a massage and requested music, like oh. a specific? Like, never in my life. I'm too much of a people pleaser. You just accept whatever. Yeah, yes. forest sounds. That is what I've done. Yeah. If I, I would be like, play this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And have like the most re- yeah. relaxing experience of my you life. You should. Yes. You should be able to tell them what you want them to play upon arrival. I don't know why that's not an option. I bet you could. <laughs> yeah, you just need to, like, be very confident. Yeah. And yeah. Pre- prepared. Could simply never. Could never. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, can no. Can you put it in, your, like, your health notes when you sign up? <laughs> yeah, like, you yeah. circle, like, your lower back and also play in yeah. sync Christmas album. Yep. In sync home for Christmas. I think don't go like just right yeah. like needs yeah. to hear <laughs> medium pressure in sync home for Christmas yep. <laughs> loop. God, <laughs> that's to well, me this heaven. Well, album is actually about exactly an hour, so that's perfect. Yes, yeah, it was meant to be. <laughs> yeah, this is written for what Christmas massages. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> You're not wrong. It'll get you in the right mood for this album. It's Whoa. where you're supposed to oh. hear it. Are we? Have we moved on to Oh Holy Night, or is that just the end? No, it's just talking. Oh. Okay. okay. Oh, it was a it was a Lance outro, and he said, "I wish you such a nice Christmas and Merry Christmas to all. Merry Christmas to the world." Well, thanks, Lance. He kind of said the same thing three oh, times. See, I love this. This is my favorite, yeah. I think, from the album. It's beautiful. <laughs> it, it is pretty. What's Those everyone's thoughts and feelings on acapella? Love it. <laughs> Give it to me all the time. I say, I'm for it, but I don't want to watch it. I think the, cul- the culture around acapella has made it worse yeah. than it was in the 90s, I think. Sure, sure. But uh, I did not go to a school that had acapella. The main... Or women. My main association... <laughs> or women. Yeah, that's true. But my my main plot point around acapella is just from an episode of Gilmore Girls where they're trying to avoid it. And Rory says, don't stand under arches. They love arches. Oh. I think that's more than respectful. Respectable. <laughs> um, yeah. I had a boyfriend who loved acapella. <laughs> It's just really ridiculous. But I loved this song. I love the song now. I mean, it is. This song feels it like it should pretty. be acapella. It's well done. Well, whatever. What is the word? Orchestrated? Arranged? Yes. Arranged. Thank you. Yep. That's the guy who knows well, the tenor sax. <laughs> yeah, right. Also, you know, all the members of InSync are talented singers too yes. so yeah. that helps but not all acapella has that going for it absolutely i mean this as a compliment when they all do the harmony like the five point harmony at the beginning of this it mm-hmm. almost sounds like auto-tuned to my ears because it's it's so perfect those notes it might be i don't know oh, i didn't was, even consider that you're right but maybe not i don't yeah, know was don't auto-tuning know. used except i don't know at this point um no idea i think it, it's possible Share, to some degree. Share did believe in around this time. True. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. But they 
they had lovely voices. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that's what they yeah. were good at. Uh, was it just Justin who was in Mickey Mouse Club? Uh, it was Justin and JC. Okay, and JC. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, car alarm going off in in the background oh, is really funny. Guys, I couldn't hear. My headphones are so good at noise canceling. I didn't know it was my car. It's not my car. My car alarm is. Long story. My car's broken, but and it involved a car alarm situation. I should have assumed it's me. There's always a car <laughs> alarm going off outside of my house. You're in New York. Yep. It's good. Someone's yep. protecting their car. That's right. Someone is overprotecting their car is the problem. Yeah. Uh, a, a truck goes by and this car alarm goes off at three in the morning. Anyways. I do hate that so much. I, I've i never had a car alarm and I don't, I do hate that. I didn't know that I had a car alarm. Uh-huh. And then recently on a Saturday morning at 8 a.m., a car alarm kept going off. And I was like, who is not dealing with their car alarm? And I looked out the window and I was like, turns out that is me. I did not even know yeah. I had a car alarm. Surprise. My bad. Surprise. I'm only reminded when I accidentally hit the panic button on my keys. Sure. Well, that was beautiful. I love that. I liked it too. (laughs) So we've now moved on to Christmas Day because this is Loves in Our Hearts on Christmas Day. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. You know what? This is absolutely... You're so smart. That is... It's it's chronological. This is huge. (laughs) I think it is, right? It It absolutely is. And I never thought about this. Because they go home for the Christmas or home for Christmas. Then they're generally talking about the holiday seasons. We got the chestnuts roasting. He guesses it's Christmas time, thinking about the things he wants for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's got to be before going. Maybe home he for begrudgingly Christmas, went home for Christmas, and now he's there and he's getting into the vibe. You he know, yeah. Maybe he November. went home at Thanksgiving. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like college break. You know, this is telling a story from Thanksgiving mm-hmm. to Christmas yeah. Eve. Okay, I'm writing a Hallmark movie. That this is the soundtrack. No. <laughs> Perfect. No, guys, we're writing a Broadway musical. <laughs> Well, Gosh dang it. <laughs> oh, this is good. This one's this one's nice. This one actually does sound like a Broadway musical. Yeah, we're, it's the yeah. 10 o'clock number. What does that mean? <laughs> That's when you have your, uh, your, your big singer do like a, belting one out to the crowd oh. towards the end of the to musical. To wake them back up because they're asleep? Yeah, because they're going to go home soon, so you want to hit them hard. Oh, okay. Gary Haas wrote this. Let's see. I am loving these fun facts of who wrote on this. This is like helpful. He he did that. Freaking Casey and Jojo. We heard his name earlier, right? Was he Haas and Moorhead? Was that something? Oh, yeah. Yes, that was the first song. Yeah. Yeah, this is nice. Oh, my goodness. I don't know if this is the mm. same person. It absolutely probably isn't. But there's another Gary Haas who is um, the owner of, like, the most expensive Pokemon card. <laughs> or he has a $10 million Pokemon collection. Whoa. I really want it to be the same person. I want it to be, too. I'm sure it's not. But you can't really find anything about this Gary Haas. If... Honestly, I love that for him because he's probably like just this super rich, chill dude. Yeah. Right in freaking pop songs. If this is the same guy, he had the greatest late 90s 
out of anyone in the world. Yeah, right? Between Pokemon cards. Oh, what a dream. Yeah. That's what you want. <laughs> a gold foil Charizard <laughs> under my tree. Yep. This is nice. This is good. It's nice. I like the strings. I don't think there's been a ton of strings on this album so far. Yeah, this is special. <laughs> um, when Heather was looking for this album on Spotify, she pointed out that there were several different NSYNC mm -hmm. holiday albums. I did just learn that this song was released under a different title in the UK, but not until oh. 2002. Interesting. Oh, really? It's called uh, The Meaning of Christmas over there. Interesting, because they also had I Never Knew the Meaning of Christmas. So that is interesting that they were able to, like, yeah. ah. listen, man. I wonder if that was a single. Loves there. in our hearts. I don't know, but it's great. <laughs> okay, the only gift. We got to figure out what the only gift is. It's, is it love? It's got to be love. It's got to be love. Or what if this is a sad song about only getting one present? I mean, <laughs> okay, no, classic, you make classic. Yeah, is this about Santa, or from this perspective of Santa? I don't know. He's crying, making his Christmas oh. list. Okay. Uh, mm, mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> I see where this is yeah, going. Man. Okay, that's three songs that are basically the same. <laughs> <laughs> you know. You're not wrong. Yes, only three songs. I guess people songs really want to repeat that success. Well, no, no, no. The same wanting a person as a gift. Yes. So, really, just trying to ride that Mariah Carey success. <laughs> I love it. Oh. Ugh. I don't know if it was independent, but we all started swaying. <laughs> It, I yes, uh, I couldn't see the screen, so yes, it was because I was okay. still trying to look up Gary Haas facts. Um, I caught the thing myself that is also funny that to me. Oh yeah, um, the thing that is also funny to me though too, like to the point of like three of these songs are the same. This album is an hour long; it has fourteen songs. It didn't need that many songs. No. <laughs> unless they you're definitely could have cut a couple. Unless you're getting a Christmas massage, you do not need. Yep. Yes, um, but truly, yeah. like. It has like a couple of like really standout moments, but it's true. Absolutely. There's a little filler. But what Christmas album doesn't have a little filter? Oh my God. Absolutely. Filler, sorry. The other thing, yeah, sorry. Oh yeah. The other thing is just like, there's only so many Christmas premises. So I get it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the equivalent of a Hallmark movie again. Yeah, absolutely. I have a specific instinct question because I'm looking at the Wikipedia page for this album. Um, it According to this this album's liner notes, JC and Justin are credited as lead vocals and everyone else is backing vocals. Mm -hmm. Is that how they were thought of? Is that? I think so. They okay. were thought. And you would have, I think Justin was probably the star mm. and JC yeah. was sort of the backup. And it, it's even then though, I think, I think people saw JC and 
thought that he would have a really successful solo career, and then it yeah. was a little bit of a surprise that Justin was the only one that had hmm. that. Uh, yeah. But I think so. I think that those two were, it seemed, they were like the lead. They sang lead. They didn't harmonize as much. The other ones harmonized with them. Am I misremembering? Does JC have like bad like st- stage fright or something now? Oh. Am I making that up? That makes sense. I have no idea. Yeah. I don't remember. I It might not be him. Let me look that's up. Um, oh, He did do one solo, but I feel like, let me look this up. I could be mixing it up with like, you know, quite literally any other boy well, band I'm member. I'm assuming they all had different people that they had to kick off the surfboard or whatever at different points. Like, yeah. I didn't have stage, right? No, nothing is coming up for me searching this, so maybe I'm mixing it up with something else or someone else. I think I must be because I feel like that would come up pretty readily if it was true. Yeah, but I don't know. So, Kristen, I have a question for you about your your phantom sure. generally. At what point did you start to um, get off the NSYNC train? Were you- oh, my God. I can tell you oh, yeah. so clearly. And it was oh, so wow. fast. My uh, freshman year, freshman year orientation um, I didn't stay there. I started college at UNC and we did orientation. And part of that was that you spent a couple nights or spent the night, I can't remember how long it was, I think it was a few nights, with a, another freshman. And they weren't necessarily going to be your roommate, mm. but they were just someone that was experiencing orientation with you. And <laughs> I remember um, Celebrity was out when I was doing, or was coming out when I was doing orientation, so I needed to make sure that I went and picked up the copy of Celebrity, or I had just bought it or something like that. And I mentioned that to her, and she so clearly wasn't into it, and she said that she was in, she was just more into Green Day. (laughs) And your girl- Oh no, I'm sorry, was it me? It might have been you. Uh, And your girl started moving away. I was like, oh, this thing that I like has been yucked. Um, and I think I started Aww. moving away. And that's yeah. just kind of what happens with college anyway. So I, and yeah. they were kind of disbanding. I think Celeb... Sure, true. Yeah, Celebrity was... It wasn't the, great. Uh, tail end, yeah. It was not a great album. I was really... And then I started getting into like indie, whiny. I loved Rufus Wainwright. Ah. Um, my, I loved him. And it was, <laughs> it was also 2001. So yep. like, yeah. the entire world changed. Yeah. Um, yes. Which is a very funny thing, but I just, I would listen to my like whiny college music. That's what I discovered. Sure, yeah. And I got into emo and I got into like, um, I got into uh, like Death Cab and like, like that's sort of what happened. I yep. just like really hardcore shifted into that world. Rilo Kylie, like Love, there was like yeah. a certain like, this was my pop era. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> but I'm like, funnel, that, that is not dissimilar from my trajectory. But now I feel like I'm really back in my pop era. I've like come full circle. Well, who are you? Love pop music again. I'm into it, but I'm not super familiar. I love Taylor Swift, though. I absolutely love Taylor. Um, I'm going to go. see her next week. Hell yeah. That's so cool. Yes. I'm such a fan. But I think like. Uh, I plan on going she, to the uh, box office and just buying tickets there day of. I think that's going to be a good plan for me. <laughs> It'll be fine. It'll be fine. I'm not yeah. even kidding, you guys. Like, you can, if you check StubHub, those prices start dropping drastically. Absolutely. So you're, <laughs> it's not a bad, even if, like, the box office doesn't have them, like, it's not a bad mission to get them that way at the last minute. No. Um, if you're willing to risk it. I think she kind of, like, transcends pop 
especially like with the albums like with folklore and evermore but like yeah i i appreciate pop i really do and but i got into like that sort of scene and i got into emo and then i liked pop pump pop ah, sorry pop punk music i never liked mm-hmm. green day fuck <laughs> <laughs> too too burned honestly too burned fuck green day yeah yeah um fuck green day <laughs> <laughs> and I also think the musical, like, come on. I just think it's. Oh, no. The musical, yeah. we jumped the shark. No, no, no. no. Um, but yeah, that's definitely when it happened. It was a, it was an, I aged out. Yeah, makes sense. And I mean, it's like, you know, that transition high school to college is just like highly traumatic for most people, yeah. too. So it does, it's not crazy. That it, you know, you're like, I'm an adult now. I do adult things, you know. Yeah, I listen right. to someone whine now. That's what I <laughs> yes, do. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I remember my roommate, which I just never even thought about it. I loved Rufus Wainwright so much. I still like Rufus Wainwright, but like, I was really, really into listening to him all the time and I would never assume that someone would find his voice objectionable (laughs) and I remember my roommate like brought it up at some point after I had been listening to him nonstop for months (laughs) and she was I loved her she was great but she was like that song that you listen to and I was like (laughs) like my god like (laughs) but yeah I don't know I'm glad not I'm glad to not have that direct uh, observation of my music anymore, you know? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Jason yeah. just no, supports totally. whatever. It is fine. I love that. Yeah, from someone who doesn't have to love you. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, I guess we're the same. Jason loves classic rock. Right. So he, mm-hmm. there's certain, like, I do not like Pink Floyd. And <laughs> that just like feels like, that feels like work to me. Sometimes he'll be listening to The Who or someone. I'm like, oh, I can't do that. But I love like Springsteen and I love sure. like, yeah. You know, I love Tom Petty. I love like that stuff. So we have similarities there. He's he makes a lot of room for Taylor, <laughs> <laughs> and I think he likes like he does like Taylor. Um, but like we have similar tastes these days. He oh, like God. What was the band that he came to see? Um, shit, Fall Out Boy. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yes. So this is when we were like first married and. I still had like the taste of a child yep. and Jason is a little, <laughs> I still do. Yeah, I still do. So Jason's like five years older and I remember like going, I'm saying like, it's fine. What's whatever. Um, we, uh, <laughs> we had tickets to see Fall Out Boy because I really wanted to go. And I went up and danced with the girls like in the front and he hung out with the dads <laughs> in the really back. And, and they bought him a beer out of kindness, which is so lovely. So yeah, I'm glad to not be in a place where someone's judgment of my music makes me stop liking that music anymore. <laughs> no. Yeah. But I was there at that point. No. And I mean, that's it's something we talk about on the show all the time too, is that it's just like, I like a specific thing, but I don't give a shit. Like yeah, what you like. like. What you yeah. like. That is what is matters. Like you, you really have to just music is to be enjoyed. Yep. If you're not enjoying it, what are you doing? It shouldn't feel like work to you. Yeah. Shame. Judging other people's music taste is fucking lame. Shame was such a powerful tool. I think. When oh my God, I, was, oh yeah. I don't know if it is anymore. I don't know. if I don't know how Gen Z is treating each other. I think that they're probably nicer, but who knows? I think it's a little less shame. It's but still there. I mean, I think teen. it's just I'm sure it's still there. I think it's probably just a little different than it was when we were teens. I think it's probably uh, from what I know on TikTok, it's veiled in kindness, but it's still uh, just as cutting. Sure. Yeah. Still cruel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, kids are mean. <laughs> You'll grow out of it. Yeah, I definitely. So, so blessed. Um, I got to pitch 
lance on something like a project that I'd end up like mm-hmm. end up going to somebody else who is fantastic and much more famous than I am. But um, I got to tell him some of these stories and it was like a very funny full circle moment and to just be yeah. like my child self would have been freaking yeah. out about this. Yeah. And now it feels so normal. Like how funny yes. is this that my friend grabbed your shoe? Um, yeah. But it was a really <laughs> nice like sort of period on an experience that like. Oh, I love it. Shaped yeah. me yeah. in a big way. Yeah. It's amazing. Ramsey, any other thoughts from you on InSync Home for Christmas? Am I going to play that full album again this holiday? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not, but there were some good songs on there. I'm not, I don't want to take anything away from it. That we also kind of talked over the last one, but I actually also like the New Year's one, yeah. which is the last song. So, again, chronological, yeah, yeah, it's your whole holiday. I like that it counted down exactly. in the song, like we know exactly yeah. what's happening, yeah. it's telling a story. Um, I, I enjoyed this overall. That is my assessment of Home for the Holidays. I think it's fine, it's like nice, it's fine, yeah. Perfect. I love it. And I'm glad um, nobody died listening well, to it. Sorry. <laughs> just Nobody yes, died. I'm yeah. glad no one died. Everyone involved. Of. Yeah, somebody, I'm sure somebody has died <laughs> oh, listening to that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, that just seems true of I guess albums. statistically yeah. that's probably true. I've never really thought about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But not Ooh, anyone I know. Right. So there it's therefore it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, thank you so much for bringing yes. this to us, Kristen. It was thank you for lovely. having me. Thank you. What a treat to listen to this calm album. <laughs> Is there anything you'd like to plug before we go? I love it. Oh no, everything's decaying and dying. It's true. Um, <laughs> it'll be fine. I'm excited. I've been working on a lot of good developments. So I'll have lots of things to announce later this year. Um, awesome. But yeah, follow me on. Twitter until it's done. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Kristen Cheeks. Um, I joined Spoutable. I don't know if you guys know what that is. I'm on there. Oh. It's another one. You are? Okay, we should follow each other. I don't think I <laughs> set up the account, but I signed up for like the notifications and now I got a million emails, but I will I will follow oh, you soon. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> I signed up for it um because they transferred your verification. Right. <laughs> I was like, great, nice. I don't have to do that. Um, but maybe I'll use it as a chance to stop doing that. Who knows? Can we get off the internet? <laughs> yeah, just yeah, delete it. Let's do it. I should just delete it. That's very hard. Um, yeah, but How to Die Alone will be airing on Hulu, and that's the thing that I'm most excited about. Fantastic. So exciting. Thank you, guys. How about you, Ramsey? Yeah, if Twitter, as of recording, Twitter still exists, so you can follow me at RamseyESS yep. or RamseyS.com. What about you, Heather? At Heather Shea, and you can find all of our stuff if you're listening dot come our patreon Ooh. is over there our Ooh. store um that some other Ooh. stuff some bios yeah check out our bios <laughs> check out our bios hot bio that we action. haven't updated in three oh, yeah. years <laughs> um i think that's Yay. it bye bye bye, bye.